There, I said it. Goals are bullshit. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Success Bag, the Success Factory. My name is Felix Becker, and I am, of course, your very own success coach on this journey we call life. I'm here to help you succeed in life and business. Now, I wanted to talk to you about the concept that goals are bullshit. There, I said it. Goals are bullshit. Where do I come from? And when I went through my code certification training, the idea behind SMART goals was ingrained in my head. And really within coaching circles, everywhere you turn, people talk about SMART goals. If you look at business, people talk about setting SMART goals. What are SMART goals? Well, SMART is an acronym. Uh, it stands for something that is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Let's use an example here to bring my points home of how goals are bullshit, how they're limiting us from the true success that we're looking for. Take the example of wanting to lose 20 pounds in the next three months, let's say. It's a very specific goal, right? Losing 20 pounds. It's measurable. You can measure it. 20 pounds in three months. You can step on a scale every day and track your progress towards those 20 pounds. Is it achievable? I think 20 pounds over three months. Most physicians and dietitians and fitness experts would agree that 20 pounds in three months is achievable. Uh, is it relevant? Well, that really remains for you to decide. Uh, and time bound, right? Three months um, is, is something where you put a deadline to it. So losing 20 pounds in three months could be a very good example of a smart goal. But here's the problem. It's not smart at all to set this goal. You have to think much bigger. You have to think on a very different level, especially if you're playing in those top 1%, if you're playing those high levels, goals aren't gonna get you to the level of success that you're really after. So let's, let's break this down a little bit. The specific part, the 20 pounds, right? What if you lost 19 pounds? Did you already fail at your goal? Probably not. I think most people would say you're pretty close. What about 18 pounds? 17 pounds, 16 pounds. What if you lost 22 pounds in three months? Now you overshot your goal, right? You didn't actually hit the target. But what you're really trying to do here with all of this is not really lose weight, right? Um, we'll get back to that concept in a second. Uh, again, it's measurable. Uh, there's no, I can't argue with that. 20 pounds in three months is a very measurable tracked forward. But again, you're limiting yourself. If you're only going for 20 pounds, why aren't you going for 30 pounds or 40 pounds in three months? Is it achievable? Well, yes, again, like I said before, 20 pounds over three months, I think most experts in the medical or fitness world would agree that 20 pounds over three months is, an, is a possibility. But when it comes to achievable, especially when you're setting goals for life as a whole, I would say anything is achievable. We human beings have infinite creativity. You know, take the example of the four minute mile. People used to say for years and years and years that no person could ever run a mile in under four minutes. And then it was done and done again and done again. So whether something is achievable or not, really it's just up to your imagination. If you think something is possible, it absolutely is. Especially if someone else has already done it and proven to the rest of us that something is possible, then yes, anything you set your mind to is actually achievable. So I don't like the idea of a goal being achievable for that reason. Because within the infinite creativity of the human mind, anything 
as possible. Is it relevant? <clears throat> well, let me let me ask this question back to you. If it wasn't relevant, why are you setting the goal in the first place? Right? So saying something is relevant, it's kind of a mood point. And then lastly, the time bound component. Three months again. You put three months on it, very measurable. But what are you gonna do if you hit your goal before the three months? What are you gonna do if you take more than three months to reach your goal? And even if you reach your goal in the three months, what are you gonna do after that? See, there's the problem now. We're limiting ourselves. We're limiting ourselves. We're saying we can only achieve 20 pounds in three months. When in reality, if we truly set our mind, mind to it, we can achieve much more. We can maybe achieve it faster. We can achieve it better. But how do we do that? That's where the power of vision comes in. See, when it comes to vision, you're creating this idea of a future version of who you are and what you're doing. And that's what's going to propel you forward. If you create a future vision of yourself to be a healthier person, you're more active, you engage in exercise, you eat healthier, well, that future version of yourself is naturally going to lose 20 pounds. It might be in three months, it might be less, it might take longer. But the future version of you is going to lose that weight. That future version of you will have lost that weight. And not only that, once those three months are over, remember I asked you, what are you going to do after that? What's going to keep you going forward? What's going to keep driving you? Nothing, right? You would have to set a new goal. But with a future vision of you being a healthier human being and living a healthier life, engaging in more exercise, eating better foods, you not only will you naturally lose those 20 pounds, maybe in three months, maybe not, but you will continue to progress towards your goal even after those three months. So you cannot put a timestamp, a date stamp, on when you reach a level of success that you are after. That's what I mean, goals limit you. Goals limit you. As a matter of fact, goals are probably over-prescribed. I have this uh, fantastic paper that I found. Uh, it's called Goals Gone Wild, The Systematic Side Effects of Over-Prescribing Goal Setting. Uh, published by Lisa Ordonez, Maurice Schweitzer, Adam Galinsky, and Max Bazerman in 2009. And these are all big academics. They come from the University of Arizona, the University of Pennsylvania, Northwestern University, Harvard. So these are big names in, in academia. Uh, and, and even just in the abstract, uh, there's a line there that really you know, resonated well with me because I come from a medical background. And what they say is goal setting is a prescription strength medication that requires careful dosing, consideration of harmful side effects, and close supervision. Again, let me repeat that. Goal setting is a prescription strength medication that requires careful dosing, consideration of harmful side effects, and close supervision. And I would agree with that. Now, they uh, point out uh, a few examples in this paper of where goal setting really went awry, where goals not only limited these people from achieving the true level of success that they were probably after, but they actually hurt individuals. They harmed individuals, both, both physically and financially. So uh, one of the examples here is, is Sears Roebuck in the early 90s set a sales goal uh, for the auto repair shop uh, uh, of $147 an hour of repairs. And so the staff uh, decided to overcharge for work 
and uh, complete unnecessary repairs on a company-wide basis. So you can see here, there was a sales goal that was set by the corporation and the people took it upon themselves to meet those goals. And as a result, unnecessary work were done. And the people that brought the cars to Sears uh, were charged more than they should have been charged for those repairs. Uh, so it's definitely some financial harm that was done to their customers, to their clients. Even during Enron's final days, Enron executives were rewarded with large bonuses for meeting specific revenue goals. We all know what happened to Enron. So again, goals are limiting, goals are harmful. There are prescription strength medication that really needs to be carefully dosed in consideration of some of the harmful side effects. Um, and then the, uh, the probably the most damaging example they uh, point out here is the Ford Pinto uh, that in the 1970s was really designed as a very cheap car for the masses by Ford. And as a result of the low cost that they were trying to market the car at, they took some shortcuts in the designs, which led to the fuel tank being in close proximity to the passenger compartment, and several people lost their lives as a result of fires that resulted from accidents. So again, the goals were met, and people were hurt, people were killed. Um, and you can very easily see that that goals can be not just limiting you, but they can truly be hurtful as well harmful and deadly in some of these uh, uh, circumstances. Um, uh, one of the other points uh, in on the limiting side of things that they point out as well is goals focus your attention. And, and this is actually a great example. I'm sure you've seen this video where you have a bunch of basketball players passing the ball back and forth and your task, your goal is to count how many times the basketball was passed between the different players. Now, what you fail to see as a result is the giant man in a gorilla suit walking through the crowd even waving in the middle of the video, right? You haven't seen the video. It's all over the internet. It's a fantastic video to watch. If you're aware of the gorilla, you know he's going to come. But if you don't know and you're really just focusing on those basketball passes, you're completely oblivious to this giant gorilla that's in the screen. And that's the point that they're trying to make. By setting goals, you're focusing attention so narrowly that you're losing track of the bigger picture, which in this case was the, uh, was the gorilla. Um, and then, and then the second uh, important point I think that that's brought out too, in terms of the limiting side effects, is uh, there's prior research that was done uh, in 2002 uh, by Shaw, Friedman, and Kruklonski, which demonstrates that individuals with multiple goals are prone to concentrate on only one goal. So if you set yourself up uh, with multiple goals that you're trying to reach, right? Maybe it is not just losing those 20 pounds in three months. Maybe you're also one to uh, earn a certain amount of money to go on vacation, uh, participate in a 5K run, um, sell, sell Girl Scout cookies, you know, you name it. The more goals you set for yourself, the more washed out each goal becomes, and you really just end up focusing on one of them. So if you, if you look at all of that, that's one of, the, one of the main reasons New Year's resolutions fall apart. We set too many goals and we set goals in the first place. How can you avoid all of that? By crafting a strong vision. Who do you want to become? Who do you want to be as a future version of yourself? And what are you doing as that future version of yourself? That vision will influence everything along the way. That future vision will determine each action step you have to take. So let's take the example of the 20 pound weight loss again. And, and compare it with 
uh, a vision and how that might work out. Well, let's say Friday night rolls around, you're invited to a party at your neighbor's. It's a potluck, there's tons of great food, tons of beverages. In the goal setting example, right? You want to lose 20 pounds in three months, you show up to the party, you may look at the spread and then you get out some ab or you figure out how many calories you can consume and that's how you decide what to eat and what to drink. In the vision example, right? Now you have a future, you have this vision of a future version of you that lives a much healthier lifestyle, more, you know, more fitness, more exercise, eating cleaner, eating better, you go to this party and your decision is not how much can I eat? Your decision becomes, well, what, which one of these foods is in line with the future version of myself that I'm trying to become? So you may say, oh, you know, the, the pizza isn't something my future version wants to eat, so I'm going to avoid that. But the vegetable tray is something my future version of myself actually would dive into. So that's the one I'm going to focus on. And you're not even going to, you know, worry about counting calories here, right? You're just creating a better version of yourself. And that is driven by your vision. The other thing with goals is goals are steeped in what you know today, right? You set goals for uh, some, some point in the future based on what you know today. Goals are set in the known. The stuff you know, the stuff you have experience with, the, the stuff that you already know something about. But a vision you craft based on the unknown because that's a place you haven't been to yet. You haven't gotten to that point yet. It's an unknown target. You have some idea of what that's going to look like, but you don't know exactly what that feels like. So it's an unknown. And so every action you take will get you closer to your target and make the unknown a little bit more known. But if you truly want to reach those future visions, if you're really setting high, high goals for yourself, big achievements, big accomplishments, you can't do that with goals, smart goals in particular. You have to do that through a vision and then align your actions with that vision. And your decision-making becomes actually really simple. If you have that idea of what that future version of yourself is supposed to look like, every decision you make, you just have to ask yourself, well, is option A more in line with, with that future version of myself or is option B more in line with that future version of myself? Obviously, you're going to go with option A. Decision made, super simple. With goals, you're more likely to go with option B because it's the known. It's what you already know. It's, what, it's what are, what's already up here in your brain. And, and that's not what's going to propel you forward. That's not how you reach success, right? If you're in those peak areas of your life, you have all the knowledge, you have all the experience, you have all the physical abilities you need in order to succeed. Where can you go from there? How can you elevate your edge that much more? That, my friend, is a strong vision for what your future self is going to look like. And that, my friend, is why goals are bullshit. So stop setting goals for yourself. Instead, create a strong vision and align your actions with it. That's it. Very simple. As before, if you like this stuff, please like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. Do all those things. It helps me reach a larger audience. It helps me reach more people like you who could benefit from this content. And the more people I can reach, the more people I can help. And that's what this is all about. Until next time, unleash your genius.